the local millionaire podcast. We live. He said, swear we live. We live, man. It's the local millionaires podcast. It's big DSB, DSB digital, say pleasey, capo. Whatever you want to call me, man. I guess that's just my intro slogan. It's like whatever you want to call me, depending on what you call me. The, the reason why I got so many names, let's talk about that, is because basically each name defines like a certain walk of life. So depending on what you call me determines where you know me from. You know what I mean? So even when certain people call me stuff and it might not be not nobody, somebody I don't really know, like familiar with their face, they call me a certain name. I know what it is they know me from, so I know how to how to play them or how to approach them when they do approach me and and, and give a certain name. But all right, so we yeah we had a guest for today. There was some misunderstanding. We had to reschedule. So right now, yeah, more here, Dolo man. I got he in the back, man. You might hear some sound effects from him or something. Yeah. We're here, <laughs> but we're gonna talk about. 2022. We're gonna talk about 2022. What we got planned for 2022, and uh, yeah, how how people could, you know, things you might should do or consider doing, just to get locked in with yourself. And and I got my Instagram live on too, so if the people on there want to talk to me, talk to me. You know, ask me some questions, give me something going on. But obviously, if you're listening to this audio wise, then you know I'm gonna keep you tuned in. So, uh. In 2022, like right now, the current state I'm in, it's like a lot of things going on at once. And some days definitely gets a little overwhelming. But, you know, like Nipsey said, man, it's that, that's what we expect. It ain't, it ain't meant to be hard. Nobody said it would be. I mean, it ain't meant to be easy and nobody said it would be easy. I never heard a millionaire. I never heard, you know, a wealthy person saying that they, they that they rode was easy or that. It's it's supposed to be easy because it ain't supposed to be easy. And that's why, you know, you get rewarded with the great stuff. If you go through that process and go through them difficulties, them hard times, you know, and 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 really do what you got to do to get to that next level, you get rewarded. I mean, you don't you get what you work for, man. You get what you negotiate, not what you deserve. So your, your actions is your negotiation in this business transaction. So me, we walking into 2022. I know we stay, we, we we take care of our health, man. In 2022, I want to stop. Uh, since we got so much going on, I feel like I just be on the go a lot. And I don't eat terrible. I don't eat bad at all. I actually eat great. But I still spend a lot of money on the way I eat because of my lifestyle. I'm always on the move. So, you know, I'm starting this Sunday. I'm back on my food prep, man. We, we on food prep every Sunday. About three meals a day will be the prep. And that's just going to keep me from just spending so much money eating food on the go. Because if you're a hustler, if you got a lot going on, much that going on, you know you really don't. I always had a time to sit down, prepare food, cook food. Like, the time, like, the clock be ticking. And it be like, sometimes you just don't have the time to, to do that. Some that seems so simple. So that's one thing for sure. We food prepping. Um, we hitting the gym more, man. I, I I hit the gym three times a week, but lately we've been going fat. We just we just up in the ante on everything. We flipping more properties. Um, speaking of that, man, we just took over our Airbnbs. 
Uh, today was a little wild, man. We we gotta get a tour with this Airbnb management company, man. They people playing crazy, man. That's another thing with this business stuff is usually gotta you gotta watch people and you gotta like uh, definitely think logically when it comes to business, especially when you you know somebody from a certain background or a certain culture. A lot of the times, like if you don't, if you got your emotions in it and you don't think logically, man, you'll be ready to get active on some people and crash out because people and it's been and stuff, especially the little flat talking smart. Like people will really test your gangster, like really, really try to, you know, take it there with you. And you got to think logically and just keep a business, man, especially if you the if you a powerhouse, you got a you got a, a great name in a city or just in general, you know, you do good business. People in their little petty business, it ain't it ain't gonna slow you down. It ain't gonna stop. You won't even make a dent, honestly. So we can't satisfy everybody, man. These people just pulling some slick snake shit, uh, and just doing some some shit where we come from, we would consider dishonorable. And one thing I, I learned, you know, and I got a lot of game from a lot of older folks that's you know entrepreneurs got solid businesses that's. You know, from the same background as me, I say, is that you can't you can't treat this, you really can't treat business like the streets. Like you can't treat it like if you come from that background, you got to come into business with a whole new mindset. Like you can't treat it like the streets. You can't treat it like you know, you judge people off a of, off of honor because you might be doing business with folks who ain't from that culture, ain't from that that walk of life. So they don't even understand, you know, no type of loyalty. They don't understand, you know, building. They don't understand just, just having principles and morals and, you know, and having them certain ethics. So that's something that I've been doing. I always speak about, but today is just a reminder of that situation where, you know, some things you, you know, you would never do to some people, people would do to, do to you. So you got to, Keep that in mind And you gotta like You you just gotta Understand that Everybody ain't cut From the same cloth as you And And operate a specific way Knowing that You know Knowing that these people Are not you And people are definitely liable Of Just about Anything Um Could you turn this Uh The screen for me bro On the camera So I can see it I can have a good Uh you know, know where we at with the timing. All right, so, yeah, so that's one thing, man. That's in business general. I feel like when you walk into business, if you're a new entrepreneur, seasoned, whatever, some people are seasoned and they're still way too emotional with business. You cannot be emotional with business. You really got to lock in and think logically, think smart, think about your brand, think about your overall, like, there's, a, there's just times where you go through certain stuff and it don't even... It doesn't even. Uh, it's not. It doesn't. It's not even worth the energy. Keep it pushing. Move on. Do your business. For example, we got Airbnb units. Everybody knows this so far. I mean, by now, every now and then you got like what you call like Karens, <laughs> Karens, professional, you know, tenants and stuff like that. People who play the system, who play the game. You know, like we had a situation where a lady went and took pictures of like the smallest scratch in the world on the wall, I promise you not. And the scratch on the floor was like, I feel like I should get my cleaning feedback because this isn't clean. 
the the unit is spotless, man. It looks beautiful. They literally took a, a picture of a scratch that you wouldn't even notice from a can of paint on the wall. And they wanted a refund back. Then it's like, okay, you notice me, you know this person's being petty. You know they just want their money back. Do you refund them or do you like no? You could say no. You agreed to a strict policy, you know, there's no refunds. You stayed in the property. The property did what you paid for it to do. Or do you say, you know what? Give them a little punk cleaning fee, what, $90, $100. Give it back. Keep it pushing because is it worth them being petty? If they're that petty to do that, then they're probably going to leave you a bad review. And we super host status, so it, it probably wouldn't. It doesn't really affect anything, honestly, but it's just like, is it worth it even stressing over going back and forth with these people when the messages for it, or do you just refund them, give them their money back? Sometimes it's just worth it to let it go, keep it pushing, keep doing your business, man. Especially if you're doing your thing, you getting money, man. That, that small shit don't ain't affecting nobody, man. Get your pay. You know what I'm saying, get your pay. Another thing, man. 2022, we locking down. We getting real disciplined. Um, all unnecessary activities is cut. Um, I'm obviously. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm working on like one of the biggest goals of my life. Something I I dreamed of, something I dreamed of, and that's just like I'm <clears throat> moving my whole family, moving my whole family, giving them a new start in a whole new city. Uh, that's gonna be rough, but that's my goal for this year by August, August 2022. Moving my family to Houston, man. New start. I'm moving my family, uh, getting all my family back in the same house, man. Like my inner side, my inner family. My immediate family has been separated for a while. Uh, and we kind of all been spread out in different states. Like my mom, my brother, my sister, and me. It's like spread it out. So, and there's a certain reasons for that, but we working on, you know, getting back into the same household because we ain't all been together in a while. And I got a lot going on as far as on the business side. You know, I do what I do. Because the goal is to build generational wealth. So that's a big goal of mine. It's going to be rough, but we're going to make it happen, man. I don't care if we, I got to flip three more houses. I got to get some more Airbnb units. Like, I go broke on real estate. I go broke on real estate right now. And I, if I got to go broke, even broker, I do that to get my family, you know, where they need to be. And I just feel like the places they're in right now is just not, you know, the best for for everybody to grow as a whole. Some of us need a new start. You know, some of us just, certain cities just ain't there. It's not the place for certain types of people to grow. So that sound real big. We getting real disciplined on that. So, man, I, you know, I, I know I like to travel a lot. If you don't know, I do. I travel a lot. You know, this year it's probably going to not be too much traveling. It's not going to be too much. I don't really go out and do none of that. I'm, nothing's really going to change. I'm just 10xing everything. So, I'm all about my business, man. I, I honestly just want to do business and, and stay out the way and chill. Get get my money and, and chill out. And so we 10 in that in 2022. Like we are not playing no games, man. We are gonna do whatever it takes. Like, and I'm a I'm going to move my family. And I'll be moving shortly after them, if not with them, but I got so much business tied up in the way the the way the real estate is working right now. Pittsburgh, it's like you gotta take advantage of the moment right now. Like we gotta lock in. At least with me, I gotta lock in. Like I don't really have no choice. Like this is like 
it's the it's to me it's like my retirement plan I'll say so I'm working on acquiring as much equity as possible you know get holding on long term rentals to where I build up a, a large portfolio and down the line thirty years down the line twenty years down the line sell the whole portfolio you know and for sure have a portfolio worth millions. I look at that as my retirement plan. I, I'm, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I really don't plan on going back working. If I have to, I'm a hustler. That's what I'm going to do. Or even if I do, you know, real estate ain't going nowhere. And right now it's just 2022, like the glow year. Like 2021 was the transition. Like 2021 was, we did a lot. We flipped, what, four properties, um, picked up some rental units, we got two Airbnbs working on a third. I probably won't be done until top of 2022. And we just building. Right now, it's the building processor. Right now, ain't the process where you seeing the paint and everything coming back. Right now, is the process where we 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 plan to see 2022. It's going to be like where them seeds we planted is grow, growing, but we still plant more seeds. We just... Add to the garden, add to the garden, add to the garden, you know, getting it to where we need to be. So that's like something I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, and I want to stay focused and stay pushing on that because that's 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 big. That's important to me. And like we got it. We got to eat, man. And another thing in 2022 is. We building the team, man. We we add more members, but we, we starting in house. We start in house, man. I've been watching, you know, I, I, I very inspired. I'll say by Rick Ross, very inspired by Nipsey Hussle, and one of the things Nip always talk about is vertical integration. So that's what we've been doing. So as I just was talking about with the Airbnb situation, you know, we decided to, the, even though the 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 management company was doing horrible business. Uh, we still decided to take it over ourselves and, and keep everything in house. Like we, for the most part, most of what I'm doing right now, even with the real estate, like mo- most of everything is in house. Like we got the people with the credit, we got the cash, we got the connections, we got the contractors, and it's just like we got everything we need to get the job done. So before we outsource, outsource, we gonna keep it in house f- first. Like if we gonna keep it in house unless it's not possible to keep it fully in house, but we're gonna keep it in house as much as possible. So vertical integration is basically cutting out the middleman. So if I got a clothing company and I'm paying a manufacturer to do all my clothing, then vertical integration is all right. It's Xing out the manufacturer and going and buying that equipment yourself or or bringing someone in your team that could do that same work. And, and bringing it all in-house. So it's vertical integration. Like we, everything is aligned. Like everything is is inside, all money in. So, okay, so we got a question. We got a question on the, on the, on the live. What do you feel was your biggest accomplishment of 2021? My biggest accomplishment of 2021 to me was... Uh, let me think, cause I ain't gonna lie, we did a lot. It's, we did so much. We be so focused to the point we don't really take time to uh, give ourselves a pat on the back, cause you know my team, like 
we we not keeping score, man. We like we just we only worry about putting points on the board. Like I don't even look at the scoreboard. So, you know, I I might be up, I might be down, I don't know. But all I all I know is I'ma keep putting them points up. We but we not keeping score though. So I think the biggest my biggest accomplishment of twenty twenty one is definitely definitely uh I I did my first flip, first flip about like the middle of the year. First flip, um twenty twenty one, like the first first real estate flip. You know, we had done wholesale, a lot of wholesale deals. We was making real estate paint. Uh actually first rental too in twenty twenty one. So to me, like biggest accomplishment of twenty twenty one, definitely real estate. And only because it's a it's a it's a, it's a life changing thing. It's a life changing thing. It's something that uh I always dreamed of. It's something that I can I never seen myself doing. And it's definitely the biggest accomplishment because it, it it taught me some stuff. I took some L's, I took some dubs, and we got the blueprint now. So it's it's life changing because I got the blueprint to literally get rich. I got the blueprint to be a millionaire. All I gotta do is put the work in and put the time in and understand that it's you know, real estate's not an overnight game. But the blueprint, like you can never go broke with it. As long as you got the right people and the right team, you know, you can eat. Like you could really eat. So and and I feel like, you know, what I learned this year through real estate is gonna take care of my family. It's gonna be one of the main things, it's gonna be one of the things that take care of my family. It's gonna be the it will it was or it's already that thing that you know, took me from that level where I felt like I was a little stagnant and put me on that next level. Put me on that next level. So I feel like 2021, definitely, definitely real estate. Just, it's just beautiful to even see us going through it because, you know, there's times where we sit down at that table, like on a, on that first closing, the first first flip, you could tell when a lady... You know, when she walked in, it was like a younger, younger white girl. And you could just tell, like, it was kind of weird. I ain't take it personal, but you could tell she ain't expect to see, you know, no young kids, you know, no young melanated people, younger ones at that, melanated at all, but melanated and young at that table. Like, like, hold on, these are the sellers? You guys are the sellers? Yeah, she said kind of said some 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 flash stuff that we talked about after, and I and I didn't really know how I felt about it. Like it was a little weird, but she was like, "Yeah." Uh, she basically was like, "Yeah, you guys didn't leave me any surprises, did you?" And we like, "What? You seen the property, right? You you got your inspection, right? Like, fuck you, mean? Fuck like fuck is you talking about? What you mean? Did you we ain't leave you any surprises?" Then it was like, you know, I just like looked at her for like I just was like <laughs> laugh at all, whatever. But it's like, you know, if I was to say what I was going to say, what I said in my head, it'd be like, you could get the fuck up and walk away because there was plenty other offers. So, I mean, like, do you want it? Do you not want it? Because it's for other offers on the table. So you could walk the fuck out of here. But it's just it's just crazy for it's just. It's crazy, and, and we doing some things, and, and, and a lot of the people, the people looking up to us, the people is following the blueprint. You know, we putting the blueprint out there. We giving the content. We teaching the content. We mentoring. 
Uh, we doing events. Like, it's just a beautiful thing. And honestly, I would like to see more people into it because on the outside looking in, it looks way more difficult than it really is. And it's and it's definitely not as difficult as people think it is. It's just you just got to get your system and your blueprint down. Once you get your system and your blueprint down, can't lose. Like, once you got it, you got it. It's one of them. It's one of them situations. So I got another question. What's the biggest obstacle you had to overcome with running any business you started? Uh, the biggest outcome is dealing with dealing with uh, just learning how to how to operate. Like just catching, like learning how to basically what I was speaking on before. Just taking your your emotions out, out of business and thinking logically. But at the same time, you know, like before I start, before I was full time entrepreneur, you know, I worked a lot of jobs. Most of them was like, you know, stuff to do with customer service. So I, I'm grateful for that because I kind of already got that skill to where I know how to deal with all different types of people, you know, happy people, angry people, people who who you really can't satisfy at all. Like I know how to deal with people. And uh, that's just based off of me doing, you know, being in the prior businesses before I became full time and. But at the same time, uh, working a lot of customer service jobs and honestly being in the streets, like, you know, they say, and it's what I truly believe, you know, some of the greatest business businessmen ever are are street people, people from the street, people from the hood. Like, and that's, to me, that's that's a fact. That's a hunt. Like, I seen a, uh, a post one time. I don't remember who it was from or who it was by, but it was basically like someone said, you know, they would rather hire a drug dealer out of the streets for their business or to do business with versus uh, a a, coll- a kid who just graduated college as an intern. And I felt the exact same way because if you, you know, if you've been out there and you didn't, you know, you was getting it on, uh, you, you know that, like, you develop a certain skill. Like, you deal with, you know, you understand customer service. Drug dealers understand customer service more than everybody. You understand supply and demand. You understand hustle. You understand negotiation. You understand, and you 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 you. It's like you develop a skill on how to like read people. You understand how to how to read people. Yes, this podcast is on YouTube. It'll it, it'll be on YouTube um, once these episodes release. That's somebody on the live. But yeah, you 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 develop a skill where you learn how, learn how to read people real well, and that is like super key when it comes to businesses. You know, you won't always be right, but having a right, you know, intuition about people, knowing how to read certain signs, certain body language, um, when people don't, you know, look at you in your eyes, like just knowing how to recognize certain things and and knowing that when people ain't right or when people are right. And recently, you know, me and me and my partner, we uh we had some talks about you know, some people that we going through it right now with, with this, this, some people we was doing business with and we had some talks and I was like, I told him, like, I said, bro, I don't, it was, it's two of them. I'm like, I'm like, the one's cool, bro. I ain't really feeling the other one. Like I said, I don't know, bro. I just, I ain't, I just got a, a, a weird vibe, like a weird feeling. Like I, I could read, I, I don't like how, I don't like how she talking. I don't like how she operating. Like I could, I could see the, I see the flaw. I see the flaw. 
And, uh, you know, he was more so vouching for her. And then fast forward now, you know, he was like, he was like, damn, bro, you was right. You called it. Like, you know, you know they turned out to just being dirty, greedy, um, doing snake stuff, you know, char- overcharging for things, uh, just doing a little slick backdoor type of activity. And once we caught hold of that, you know, they everybody acts like they didn't do nothing and try to act funny with us. Like, like you're not the one acting funny, but enough of that. We, uh, you know, we did what we had to do. We cut them out the picture and we got them running ourselves. We got them running ourselves and we, we doing, we doing our thing with it. Let me check the Instagram live, see if there's any questions on here. Ain't no more questions. No questions. So that was, uh, probably the, the biggest outcome. I mean, the biggest, yeah, the biggest uh, obstacle I had to overcome for sure is just, you know, not letting people get under your skin, basically. Not letting people get, get you to the point where you ready to crash out or you ready to harm them because, you know, we take this serious, man. Like, it's hard not to, too. It's like, that's easy, definitely easier said than done, but we, we got businesses and and when we first generation wealth builders, so it's like our businesses and, and everything that we doing, we passionate about like this this stuff is like this is our baby. So it's like when you crossing it or feel like you trying to attack it, like the name, the brand, especially like my face card is beautiful. <laughs> my face card is beautiful. I could go anywhere, walk anywhere. My name is good everywhere in other cities. All that my face card is is there. My face card is great. A one. I got an A. I got an A on the test. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when people try to treat you as if it ain't or try to step on your face card, then it's like, all right, how do I operate? Like, you know, because I ain't going to let you play with my name, but at the same time, I ain't going to, I'm not going to let you get me to the point where I'm going to crash out either. So, you know, you just got to know how to play with certain, with certain people and just, you know, think logically. Like, one thing about us, you know, we, we I ain't going to get on here and say, we, we masterminds, man. I'll just keep it at that. But mastermind, man, I, I outsmart anybody. I run circles around you. How you think you up on me? And the whole time I'm running circles around you. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, you really couldn't do nothing with me anyways, you know? You just got to play like that. Like, you don't even know really who you talking to because you, you taking you taking people's kindness for what you taking the, the business and the, and the professional side. Like, you, 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 you taking that for weakness, and if you if you know where we come from, you know it'll never be that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, it it'll never be that, never. Wait, so what else have we got in store for 2022, man? I just feel like people need to, you know, people need to love themselves. A lot of people don't love themselves. They don't have no confidence. Um, a lot of people's giving up in life, even if you later, you in your later ages, like. A lot of people think it's over for them after a certain age. It's like, man, it's never over. Like, you got to have a strong mindset. You got to see it through. You got to, you know, you got and you got to put some action in, man. You can't just say you want to do this, you want to do that. Like, for example, man, I got so many people, you know, around me, my circle. Everybody said they want to get money, but they're not doing nothing to get no money. Like, bro, you can't, you can't come complain to me and say, I mean, you you fucked up. You to the floor, and I asked you, when's the last job application you put in? You can't give me an answer. I asked you, well, well, have you done this? 
Can't give me an answer. Have you called around and tried to seek opportunity? You can't done this. But you can tell, but but every time I, I check you out, you partying, drinking, you smoking weed. You know, you just doing it, you hanging out. You're doing a bunch of things that's not doing you no good. Like, you're doing a bunch of stuff that's not giving you no money. You're doing a bunch of things that's not helping you get to that next level. I mean, and it's definitely, even that, it's definitely uh, easier said than done, but if you really want it, you're going to get it. So the way I look at some things is like, no, you really just ain't, you're not ready yet. And that's okay. But until you're ready to lock down and and, and really do what you got to do, then I don't really want to hear no complaints about you not having no money. Like, because it's like, where I'm not seeing no action. I'm not seeing no progress. I'm not seeing like your, 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 your words and you saying what you want to do. It's not matching your actions. Like people's mouth don't be asking at matching the actions. Put that pride down. Do what you got to do, bro. It's, it's nothing wrong with having a job, man. I done work many jobs. Actually, it's many pros to having a job too. Little do people know many pros, especially if you got a business or got something you could run on top of having a job, bro. You like, You'll have more money than most people. Like, I promise you. I've been there. You'll have more money than most people. You will have stupid leverage, too. Like, that job, jobs, and if you got, like, a W-2 on top of a business, bro, you will, like, you will never be broke unless you just want to be broke. Like, you'll never be broke unless your money management is horrible. So, speaking of that, that's a perfect topic to talk about in 2022, man. If y'all want to get there, you trying to get yourself together 2022, you trying to get focused, you got to become, you know, you, you got to work on your financial literacy, man. You got to make better decisions financially. You got to understand money management. You got to get good at managing your money. You know, you got to save money, build your emergency funds, save some money, and then you got to invest the money. The goal is not the money sitting holds no value. Money sitting is of no value. So you need to invest your money. Like if your money's just sitting, then it's like a I, we got some. It's something called inflation, man. Yeah, a lot of people know what it is. A lot of people don't. They're not aware, but basically, it's where you know, the world is getting more expensive and expensive and the, that money you got in your savings, if you're not investing it, if it's not growing, then you're just wanting to lose money because the the cost of living is going up, but you, your your money isn't going up. You Your income isn't going up. So eventually you'll get swallowed. Like a lot of people get swallowed by inflation because instead of investing their money, seeing returns on their money, they let their money sit and stack. And if your money's just sitting, you know, you definitely always want to have emergency funds. So you build that up first. And what I recommend is, you know, you have about six months worth of your, your monthly expenses in your emergency account before you start investing. That way, you know, things go wrong. You got that savings account. You can pull money out of. But back to what I was saying, if your money's sitting, then, you know, you're obviously not it's not working. The goal is to keep 
every dollar working. So when I was just speaking earlier, how I said, all this year I've been going broke on real estate. I'm going broke on real estate to see returns back on the money. It ain't like I'm going broke because I went and bought a hundred pair of Jordans and designer and grabbed the Louis and the Gucci fits. No, I'm going broke on profits. I'm going broke on equity. That money is coming back and it's coming back double, tenfold. Not all the time, not double, but you get what I'm saying. It's coming back. It's, it's, it's bringing me profit. That's If you go broke on that, you ain't necessarily going broke. Your money's working and you're just waiting for it to pay out. So the goal is to keep every dollar working. Every dollar needs a test. Every dollar needs to go to work. So one thing I like to tell people on my camera page, hey, bro, could you reset this camera? I, I, I'm pretty sure it's all. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, the goal is to keep every dollar working. So a lot of times what I tell my, my, my following on DSB Digital is turn, learn how to turn temporary money into forever money. So my money that I get from real estate, I put back in the real estate. The money I get from the camera business, it goes back into the business. But I also channel that money into real estate and into crypto stocks, crypto accounts. So therefore, I'm taking that temporary money because you know that if you if you sell a service, you're only getting paid once for the most part, most services. If I'm a photographer, videographer, camera person, whatever, you know, when I do that shoot, I gotta shoot back to back. Like I can't, I'm not getting residual money off of one shoot. But if I take that same money, stack it up, I go buy a rental unit. Now, not only do I have equity and money in that rental unit. But I have monthly cash flow, you know, same with the with the stocks of crypto. You invest in dividend stocks. You know, they pay you out monthly. Now, do you got to you got to build on top of those to see like real returns? But you're not only you're parking your money into an investment into and getting equity to where you can still pull that money back, get it out. But it's also working for you. It's creating more money. You're making money in your sleep. Same with the Airbnb, you know, Airbnb units were started off of games that came from DSB Digital, that came from other real estate ventures. Same thing. You're taking that money, taking the profits, put it back into the next, and put it back into another investment. Okay, we got this, we already got these, these, these real estate flips going. DSB Digital is booming. We getting shoots. We doing multiple shoots a week. Why not? Let's take this money. Let's park it over here. Let's put it into this investment to where it's still working. All right, so... My investments is working. You know, if I put into a flip, I took part of that cash. We work with hard money lenders. We only need a certain percentage down and get the deal started. I'm going to take this cash. I'm going to put it into this deal. I'm going to, and if the money's working, the money, this same money is working. It's flipped all the way through to the end. Once it sells, we get our money back. Once we get that check, you put the money back. You put the money back where it's supposed to be. Or you reinvest it. You know, as far as real estate right now, we do flips, we get rentals, we get paid, we put it right back into it, right back. You know, sometimes you really go broke doing that, but you're going broke to get more returns. The money's working. You don't necessarily have the money. Like, you have the money, but the money is working. So, no, I can't lend it out. I can't do this. I can't do that. Kind of stops you from making bad decisions, too, because like I said, Money management, people got to learn money management. Some people is not good with money. 
As soon as they get a certain amount of money, they out tricking it off, fucking it off in the clubs, going on trips and all that. And all that stuff is cool, but you got to do it and have some type of control over it. If you're somebody who just can't control that, then it's probably best that you, every time you get some extra money, some capital, that you put it into other things that you, to where you can't physically just get it and just start doing it. Some people do it, you know, subconsciously too. Some people just get money and some people like might have eaten. Somehow some people just eat out a lot. You know, that little 20, 30, every time you're spending 15, every time you eat, but you're doing it multiple times a day, you're doing it over weeks, you're doing it over months. That shit adds up, man. It end up being a lot of money. And if you think I'm lying, check your bank accounts. Check your bank accounts. Look at your statements, man. It's, it's, the numbers won't lie to you. Your statements won't lie to you. See 100 transactions at Ruth Chris and Eddie V's and all these food places <laughs> that you'll see. Or the clothes, the mall. All them shoes you buying, you where it seemed like you ain't really doing. I could buy me a little pair of shoes, quick little 200, 250, 300, or let y'all, you know, some of y'all, y'all going crazy with the designer shoes, all that. It adds up. It adds up. So we got to get that money management. Like, your money management got to be on point. And if, if you ain't disciplined enough to keep your money and put it in, then it's. It's best that you keep that shit out of your hands. It's best that you get a financial advisor and you get some people around you that know what to do with the money and and ask them what to do. Or you just, every time you get that extra money, you find something to put it into where, like, yo, let me get this out of my hands before I do some things that aren't necessarily beneficial to me. Now, you always pay yourself something, though. And this is a thing, because I know a lot of people feel like they can't save money. You know, like a lot of people feel like they don't make enough to save money. Even if you're make, even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can save money. You might gotta save a little bit, but here's a here's a quick gem, man. This is from one of my favorite books. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon. It's a I recommend to read to everybody. Um, it's the ten percent rule. It's of all of all you earn, ten percent. And yours to keep. So what that means is, it basically means that no matter what you make, rather you make a hundred dollars a month, two hundred a month. And I'm just saying that for several numbers. Of, I hope, yeah, whatever. Hundred dollars a month, two hundred, five hundred. No matter what you make, you can put up ten percent. And if you put up ten percent, you plant the seed. The whole the whole goal is is uh the snowball effect. It's like all right. You take that 10%. And if you could do more, do 20. I was doing 20. If you could do more, do 20, do 15. If you could do more, do 30. This just depends on your, your financial situations personally. But 10% of all you earn, 10% is yours to keep. Everybody can afford to save 10% no matter how much you make. I don't care if you're putting up $5. If you're putting up $10. And that's 10% hundred. that's $10. If all that's all you got... Put up 10%, but stay disciplined and stay consistent with it. Whether that's, you know, a week, if you get paid. By, every time you get a check, you know, you, you make eight if you make 800 a month, 1,000 a month, whatever, put 10% up. Just keep doing it, 10%. Start, start you a, a savings account. Even if you if you already got a check in the savings account, start a second savings account somewhere else to where 
and don't even get a debit card for a tour. You can't even you can't even get to it. And you could and you could with most banks and stuff, you could set it to where you got an auto feature to where you auto draft that account. Uh, yeah, you auto draft that account 10 percent or have like, you know, like an auto pay to that account or set it up with your job. There's there's a million different ways to do it. You even do it on cash app, but like 10% of all you earn is yours to keep. Put 10% down every time you get paid. Whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, you do real estate, you flip a credit, 10%, put it up. Have a separate account for it, no card. Keep putting it up. Don't look at it. Don't watch the numbers. Just put 10% up. 10% of all you earn is yours to keep. I'm going to keep saying that because I want to drill down and people say, put 10% up. Next thing you know, it's going to be piled up. Like Next thing you know, you're going to have a decent amount of money if you stay consistent with it. Depending on what you make, how much you're putting up, it might take you longer, it might be a little shorter, but you'll realize, like, oh, damn, I'm putting this 10% in, but I keep putting this 10% in, and now it's adding up. Then, like, you might start lighting, you might start, like, all right, now I'm going 20. Now I'm going 20. Get it to a certain point, now it's like, okay, I got this, I got this money in order, I, I did the 10%. You know, if I could do 20, I did the 20%, I did the 30 and now I got 10000 in my savings account. Now I got twenty. Now I got five. Now I got 25 whatever it is, whatever the number is. Okay, now I got a little bit of money I could play with that's outside of my money I need to live on, the money I'm spending. All right, let me go invest this. You know what I'm saying? I just funded myself. Let me borrow for myself. Let me go invest this into a business, and then let me put it back into the account. Let me go invest into a business. You know, of course, you might take some doves, you might take some L's. It's up to you to make that, you know, that calculator. Of course, you want to take educated risks with your bread and, and with your, your your life and your, your financial situation. All right, let me take this money. Let me invest it in this. Once I see the returns, I'll put it back or I reinvest it. All right, I see the returns 10% again, 20% again, or I put it back or whatever. You like borrow from yourself. If you got a side business, yo, let your business do numbers. I borrow from DSB all the time, but one, once, once, one thing I do do, I make sure I do, is I pay my account back. So, you know, I pull most of the money for real estate comes from DSB Digital or, or from real estate. If it's from real estate, it's definitely going back into real estate. That's my rule for real estate. It ain't even a 10%. It's like 100%. It's like, whatever come back to that, take some money from the, to the side to handle some personal situations, pay down some credit cards, I don't know, whatever you need to take care of, then the rest is all right. Be right back in there. But as far as that, you know, I borrow from DSB Digital. You know, I don't use, I don't, I don't mix my money. So I don't use, I try not, sometimes you got, it just, y'all know how it is, but the the, the rule is to, to not mix breads, different businesses, different incomes. Don't mix the money. All the Airbnb money is the Airbnb money. It gets invested back. The DSB money, if I borrow, I borrow DSB money to get through flips. Once that money come back from the flip, I put the money back into account. You know, I replace it. I give it back. So I just lend it to myself, basically. And that was all based off of me starting off managing my money correctly and doing it the right way. So, like, yeah, man, I feel like that's a good episode, man. This is, you know, basically just some game for people to to take into 2022 to start their year off right and, you know, get their life in motion. And I'm not perfect either, man. There's still things I'm working on. Um... I've been very overwhelmed lately, but I kind of always like that. I get like this like once a year. It's just 
it's a part of the game I'm in. It's a part of the position I'm in. But we just stay dedicated and we see it through. So, yeah, we had that fat 45-minute mark that I was going to go for. I said I was going to do 30, but it got good. I feel like this is a good episode to do by myself, even though, like I said, the guests, you know, had to reschedule. It's all good. And we locking out this big DSB tapping. You know, we are local millionaires. Let's get it.